Finally, the Bamfcast gets its ass kicked by the man, the myth, the legend, Chuck Norris. One star, we're in. Alright everybody, welcome to the Bamfcast. Bamfcast. Episode 13. A very lucky number. I'm Harlow. I am Mackie. And I am the Beach. And this week, uh, we watched the Chuck Norris... Tour de Force. Well, (laughs) slash David Carradine, Tour de Force, Lone Wolf McQuaid. And we'll give you five guesses as to why we picked this movie, and the first four don't count. Chuck Norris. Rope. Chuck Norris. (laughs) Chuck Norris. Rope. David Carradine. Right. And Rope does right in. Rope. Um, So, yeah. um, I heard Ebert and Roper weren't too hot on this (laughs) movie. Thailand, oh, man. man. Thailand. Uh, so this is the 1983 classic uh, starring Chuck Norris as J.J. McQuaid. And, uh, also what, known as Walker, Texas, Texas Ranger. Ranger. Right. Um, so, yeah, let's go ahead and get a quick plot summary out of the way. Okay. The archetypal renegade Texas Ranger wages war against a drug kingpin with automatic weapons, his wits, and martial arts after a gun battle leaves his partner dead. All of this inevitably culminates in a martial arts showdown between the drug lord and the ranger and involving the women they both love. I guess. <laughs> that, yeah. That seemed kind of like that was about this movie. I didn't know that his partner was gunned down in the beginning. Yeah. The, well, well not it, the, beginning, it, it, the plot the... summary kind of jumps to the middle of the movie. Where I think they're talking about Dakota, oh, a.k.a. Okay. Mr. Made in America, Yeah, <laughs> as we kept calling him throughout the movie. Um, Mr. Condition. He was basically the, the ex-top you know, badass Texas Ranger, mm-hmm. um, who at the very, very beginning of the movie we see is uh, obviously retiring and getting an award and blah, blah, blah. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, he's the old loose cannon and, and Chuck Norris is the new loose cannon. Yes. Uh, or Lone Wolf, or lone if wolf. you will. Yes. What they didn't show was him receiving the award for uh, best Colonel Sanders lookalike <laughs> costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did have the best acceptance speech ever. Uh, didn't he basically just say, like, Gracias, adios, hasta la vista, or something yes. like that. <laughs> I, I think that was verbatim, the yeah. quote. Well, that was pretty good Which stuff. Which is, I hey, if I ever get an award, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, that's a good movie to quote here. And then cracking a beer on the stage <laughs> like that guy. Pull <laughs> yes. tab, no less. Yeah, so yeah. since this is 1983, um, there's a couple of interesting things about this. Number one, it's rated PG. And that's mainly mm. because they had yet to invent uh, PG-13, which I think came about a year or two later. Yeah, this was 83. Uh, PG-13 was 84. Yeah, because... Uh, How do you know that shit? Well, it because... Indiana Jones. Yeah. Lo- very, Lost in... Well, actually, Dreamscape was the very first one yeah. with Dennis Quaid. Um, but yeah, it was... Uh, I think, actually... Uh, in, actually, um, I think Red Dawn was the first. I think Temple of Doom was actually not <laughs> PG-13. Or yeah, PG was... Yeah, it was PG, and then that was the one that That like, was kind of the one where everyone said, second, okay, we have to have this There's something in the middle here. Because, you know, cutting open lots Sorry, of Sorry, we know, we know this stuff because we're complete movie dorks. Nerd. <laughs> yep. Um, we will accept that. Yes. So anyway, um, yeah. So, yeah, this is, this is PG, but really probably shouldn't be. Um, I don't know if you caught it in the very beginning when, during the um, the first epic battle. Uh, the movie starts and you see, uh, we're going to call him Walker, <laughs> just for the uh, sake of uh, familiarity. Uh, he's he's scoping out some, um, some Mexican horse thieves, and uh, he basically just, he walks in and just shoots everybody. But mm-hmm. before that, um, you know, the whole, the verbal battle, because he's standing way the fuck up on a rock, watching all this go yeah, down. he's on like a cliffside. Yeah, and... Um, I don't know if you caught it, but like they were, they were saying they dropped a few motherfuckers in there. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. um, and there was a lot of swearing in Spanish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is, like, if you count the swearing in Spanish, <laughs> there was plenty. Yeah, uh, lots of bendejos and cabrones, which is mm-hmm. not, not good words. Chinga tu madre. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I think on the uh, IMDb page it said that um, if they if they chose to re. Um, re-rate this movie it would it would most likely receive an r huh. at this point because of the, the yeah apparently it, it was surprising violence. that it did not receive an r at the right. time yeah i that's the thing is like i think a lot of movies at that time if if they weren't it, giving it an r was almost like giving it an x i think i mean i, I that's what i think i mean i think you had to be pretty blatantly geared towards adults mm-hmm. uh, you know like you said, basically had to show boob yeah <laughs> One boob, we're <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean it's 
And this don't, was a boobless movie. Yeah, don't let it scare you. This movie is definitely not your PG movie of today. By any stretch right. of the imagination. A lot of people getting shot. Yeah. A lot of people getting lie. their asses kicked. Yeah, seriously, this this was very much in There's like a the, high body count. Yeah, this was like in the Rambo body count, really. Mm-hmm. In fact, that, that end scene where they're just blowing the fuck out of, out of everything, I mean, really, I was thinking Rambo, too, because that's yeah. exactly mm-hmm. what it looked like. I mean, Chuck Norris by himself killed, like, <laughs> I, I don't know, two dozen dudes in the first big action scene. Yeah. Well, somebody has yeah, to. Yeah, in the span of, like, 20 seconds. Right. With an Uzi. Yeah. He has the most accurate shot with an Uzi ever. Oh, yeah. But that's and, a Chuck Norris never, weapon. So. never ran out of bullets either. Because mm-hmm. Of course not. Chuck doesn't have time to reload. <laughs> right. Thousand round magazine. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. Any any initial thoughts? Other than, I mean, We've kind of covered the, the plot of the movie. Chuck quickly. Norris is a hairy, sweaty man. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> Everybody sweats in this movie, but Chuck Norris sweats above and beyond everyone else. Yeah, this, is, this is, takes place in that's El Paso. <laughs> And Chuck Norris does everything better than everyone yeah, yeah. else. This takes place in El Paso with frequent trips to Mexico, and yeah, everybody's very, very sweaty. This must be July that this movie is taking place. Right. Yeah, because they are just sweating it up <laughs> the entire time. I, I think they're about uh, they're like thirty seconds of screen time that uh, without someone with a sweat stained shirt or mm-hmm. glistening beads of sweat dripping down their foreheads. Or yeah, something. pretty much the only like just the formal moments like. Mm-hmm. They're they're pretty much sweat free when the awards are being given or they're taking mm-hmm. pictures and other than that they're but dirty. otherwise yeah they are all yeah. like sweating through their dirty I mean he has the dirtiest damn truck known to man <laughs> and he shows yeah. up in the in the very first scene and he's just fucking caked in dirt <laughs> mm-hmm. he doesn't care no he's like a wild bear he doesn't have time to clean <laughs> yeah he is just like an animal in this he, movie yeah he he lives in just a damn pigsty his office too I mean his house and his office. That's I, I was commenting while we were watching. Just imagining being an art director on a movie like this, where it's just like go just out, throw go out shit to the everywhere. go like the craft service table, find the the coke cans, and just throw them the fuck all over the set. <laughs> so that's basically what it was. It was like, yeah, oh yeah, we we broke that coffee pot over there in craft services. Well, shit, just throw it in the pile. <laughs> just go ahead and put that on the set. Yeah. And the um, what was the name of the beer? Uh, Pearl. Pearl. Pearl, Pearl beer. Yeah. Pearl beer cans everywhere. Yeah, he drank a lot of Pearl. Is oh, that, yeah. is it actually a real kind of beer? I don't, I don't know. I haven't looked. No this idea. Up. If it if <laughs> it is, we have to get some. <laughs> but we were a little disappointed because in the beginning, he in the very first scene before he starts sniping people from the cliffside, he drinks from his canteen of water, and then spits and it then out. spits it out like a boxer. And then we figured the only thing he's actually going to consume is beer. But I think he did drink some water at one point, so mm-hmm. that kind of ruined that whole thing for us. But. I think he, he had a Coke also. Yeah, whenever he was at rest. Yeah, he did drink a Coke at one point. Mm-hmm. I have to point out because this is, there is, a, a Pearl was actually a real beer, mm-hmm. but we now better know it as Pabst Blue Ribbon. They merged. Really? They merged. Uh, they now own it and they, they pretty much assume the Pabst well, name. Walker, Walker McQuaid was keeping it all American there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pearl Brewing Company from Texas. That's why, San Antonio, Texas. That's mm-hmm. why he was just all American Texas boy right there. Give me a Pearl or nothing. Well, it was either Pearl or Lone Star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they offered him a dose of keys at one time. He's like, I'll have nothing. Yeah, he would rather drink. <laughs> they were like, what, he, he wanted American beer or nothing. Yeah. We've got Heineken. What were the, the Yeah, choices? Heineken, Corona, and Dos Equis. Yeah, like I Heineken, believe. Corona, and Dos Equis. He's like, <laughs> fuck it. And then somehow he magically, a pearl beer appears in his hand. Well, yeah, the, later. The, the brawless woman comes up and uh, uh, and she says, get one from the bottom shelf. Like They were, <laughs> they were hiding the American of pearl. beer from yeah. <laughs> Oh, we forgot we had that. They yeah. knew Chuck Norris would drink all of it. <laughs> That's probably what it was, actually. <laughs> Shit, it's Chuck. Hide the pearl. <laughs> oh. We've only got like a 12-pack. McQuaid is here. <laughs> Hide the pearl. The that thing I noticed the most about this movie all my beer. is, you know, we talked a lot over this movie, more than we normally do, <laughs> and it didn't matter that we didn't catch like three-fourths of the dialogue. Right. It It played almost like a silent movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, not that there wasn't good dialogue, but yeah, this was pretty much a completely visual movie. You mm-hmm. Obviously, knew what was going on at every given point in time. I also highlighted by the fact that none of the Spanish is subtitled, right? Mm-hmm. You know, not yeah, necessary and you did hear know, a lot of Spanish. Yeah, not necessary as to yeah. what's going on. One interesting thing about you know, while we're on the subject of the dialogue, is an uncredited John Milius helped write the screenplay. Okay, which you know he worked on uh, Apocalypse Now, mm. and um. Shoot, now my, I'm blanking on what some of the other stuff. Um, yeah, Dirty Harry, Apocalypse Now, Dillinger, Conan the Barbarian, Red Dawn, and Clear and Present Danger. Huh. So he's like a guy with some good movies on his resume that I guess helped uh, work on it. And <laughs> it didn't matter because there was like nothing. 
I think the only memorable line in the movie was said by um, Dakota, the buddy, mm-hmm. when they watch um, the chick, his Spanish girlfriend, or who becomes <laughs> Chuck's Spanish girlfriend. Yeah, please. I, I, I know it was awesome, but I didn't catch what he actually said. He said, how would you like to be bit in the butt, develop lockjaw, and then be dragged to death by that? <laughs> or bite, did he, was it be bit in the butt or bite that in the butt? I think he said. He bite said it. I thought he saw, said. Yeah, bite okay, that yeah. It says, develop. "How would you like to bite that in the butt, develop lockjaw, and be dragged to death?" You nice. And they're just. And Chuck's like. Chuck's like, wait, yep. what? <laughs> what? Not really. He was kind of like, yeah. He's like, she's hot and all, but what? Yeah, but really, really, mm. they. I don't know. There were. There were some pretty good fight scenes in this, but there was a long gap with nothing for a while. I was getting a little antsy. I'll admit. Anticipation. When yeah, when they were setting everything up and you know introducing David Carradine and all you know. And the midget. Oh yeah, and the, and the main midget bad oh, guy. Yeah, I, in his little motorized evil, <laughs> evil midget in the power chair. Nowadays, sadly, he, there was no Chuck Norris versus midget action. No. in this movie. No. Yeah, because he could, was a midget and cripple, so that would yeah. have been. I don't think it would have been even, fair for even Walker to kick his yeah. ass, but still. I mean, there's some things you just don't even need to have Chuck Norris do, though. I really <laughs> we wanted were, it. We were praying for <laughs> it. Really, yeah. really wanted that. Okay, so we get, can we go ahead and get on to the, probably the, the most famous scene in the movie? I mean, this is the one I, I knew about before even watching this movie, and that's the truck. Oh, the, you the, know what I'm talking the, about. The truck towards the end? Yes. Yeah. And let's just go ahead and get it out okay, of the so way. So spoilers this, if you're, if you're yeah. going to watch this, which, by the way, is available for free on Hulu. Um, you can stream it nice. you know, completely free for on Hulu yeah, until Hulu starts charging. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but coming. But this, this truck is like a super badass truck, and it's uh, kind of like the uh, kind of like the uh, last of the V8 interceptors in um, in Mad Max, where yeah. it's got the giant ass supercharger on it, but you can't see it because it's a it's a big uh, Ram charger, so you mm-hmm. can't. It's got a huge hood anyway, but. Uh, He's hot dogging it through the through the desert, you know, flips his supercharger on and tears ass across the desert and then later in the movie. Yeah, they, 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 well, they fully establish that this is one badass vehicle throughout yes. this movie. I mean plenty of chances, but mm-hmm. but go ahead. No, I was I was setting it up for you. Oh, okay, so. okay. No, I mean they they do all this. They they show these many, many scenes of how badass Chuck Norris's truck is that obviously Chuck Norris has to have a truck just as badass as him. Mm-hmm. That um eventually uh it's not, you know, it's not Chuck's plan to, to basically walk in on this airfield full of an entire army of guys loading guns with plenty of guns. Well, yeah, and with plenty of guns. But but basically, the the dumbass FBI guy pops up, tries to pull the freeze, and nobody move. And of course, you know, they subsequently get shot very quickly. Anyway, because there's three of them. Yeah, there's 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 three of them. There are three FBI agents, and then what? Three other Chuck, yeah. his partner, and. Uh, was that guy a DEA agent, Action or was, Jackson. He, or was yeah. he another FBI agent? I think he said he was an FBI guy. I, yeah, I, he was FBI. I don't know, but he he doesn't he didn't follow the rules either. Right. Yeah, who who knows? He was a kindred spirit with uh, yeah. McQuaid. He was, he a, he was this, another lone wolf. Yeah, <laughs> which is kind of like I'm, I'm not realizing he's kind of like the Lone Rangers because <laughs> they really weren't lone <laughs> three, much in this movie. Three lone yeah. wolves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but anyway, so so anyway, subsequently Chuck does get his ass kicked pretty handily by all these guys. Um, and rather than just go ahead and get it out of the way, shoot him and be done with this. So, so oh, they never do that. McQuaid is dead because you know you've got to set him up so that he can come back and win. They decide to throw him in his superpowered truck, um, passed out, and bury the whole damn thing with, mm-hmm. with a bulldozer. Um, so he's he's just because it's buried, com- you know, completely to the roof. And uh, he wakes up, uh, reaches in the back, pulls out a pearl, uh, pops the top. <laughs> Uh, first douses himself yeah, with it. Yeah, he pours some on himself, yeah. I guess, to wake him up. Yeah, then then ch- takes a big chug, uh, cranks up the engine, which, of course, is going to work because he's you know completely covered in dirt. it's his car. And then proceeds to punch it and basically just drive the fuck up out the hole. <laughs> <laughs> he unearths yeah. his entire truck. Don't forget he flips on the supercharger. This is basically like, yeah. um, what what is that movie? Um the movie with the, the evil semi chasing the guy maximum overdrive and, and it dries up out of the desert mm-hmm. at one point because it's you know it's like satan's big rig yeah. <laughs> this is basically the same principle that this this you know ram supercharger just comes driving up out of the desert <laughs> so to word to the to the wise people out there if you're going to buy a truck to kick fucking ass yeah. buy a fucking ram charger <laughs> And put uh, cop lights on it that flash all cop the time, lights. no matter whenever what you're you doing. drive. Cop lights, cop tires, yeah. cop supercharger. Yeah. 
Yeah, this and they've is got just, those big bubblegum so, lights too. The whole thing's awesome. so early eighties. Yeah, and very Chuck Norris. Yeah, I mean, all the outfits are awful. Mm-hmm. He's got this double-breasted shirt. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got That's all, all he wears. It's, it's very cowboy. I mean, that's yeah. yeah. It's very Chuck Norris. Yeah, I mean. it, that's the thing that strikes you in the very beginning. Is I mean, the music and the credits are very um, Ennio Morricone. Yes, very much so. You know, it's good, bad, and the ugly type lettering, and. Mm-hmm. You know they they continue with that and and that whole opening setup too the whole opening scene is very much like that with a lot of you know real long shots with suddenly extreme close ups of the guys you know mm-hmm. yeah. very they very much emulate that style in the beginning and then they just kind of go way off the track with that yeah other other than my prior knowledge of I knew about the truck driving out of the whole mm-hmm. scene um and until that and you and he pulls out the modern scope and the helicopter flies by mm-hmm. you had no idea what time period this is oh yeah, yeah. i mean <laughs> i'm watching this i'm like wait th- am i thinking yeah, of the wrong movie cuz i'm i'm really yeah, like, cuz everything was on everybody was on horseback in that yeah. scene and they only show chuck norris's face yeah. mm-hmm. until well into the scene yeah to be honest yeah. 5 minutes into this i thought i'd pick the wrong movie from yeah. what i'd heard about I mean, really? I was like, oh, crap, this isn't the Chuck Norris movie where he tries to out of the ground, is it? Because <laughs> yeah. this looks like a Western. <laughs> and the guys were horse, the guys in the beginning of the movie were horse thieves. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He kills them all. Of course. With extreme justice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The penalty for a horse theft in Texas. <laughs> death. Instant death. Death by Uzi. I would like to point out one thing that we commented on the movie just because I, I find it very funny. And that's, uh, as you know, in, in every action movie when... He's finally just been pushed to the limit. You know, you have the suiting up to go finally kick ass scene. Mm-hmm. In Chuck Norris's case, that's put on your boots, put on your belt, and put on your hat. Yeah. There, there's nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Put your shit in the truck and it's go. It's ass kicking but, time. But BJ goes, when it, you know, he, the hat's sitting up all nice and reverent on top of something. <laughs> he goes, that's Chuck Norris's ass kicking hat. <laughs> to which I replied, much like Air Force One, whatever hat he puts on is the ass kicking hat. <laughs> it doesn't matter what plane the president gets in. That's Air Force One. Right. Which in turn means that everything that Chuck Norris, is, Chuck Norris wears is his ass-kicking gear. Yes. That's his ass-kicking gun, his ass-kicking belt, yeah. ass-kicking shoes. Ass-kicking truck, mm-hmm. ass-kicking socks. Yeah. Ass-kicking jockey shorts. <laughs> yeah, he only did a couple roundhouse oh, you know, kicks in the entire movie. You know movie. Chuck Norris goes commando. Come on. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised he only roundhouse kicked a couple of people the entire movie. Uh, really? It was more just straight-up okay. punches and... Yeah. He wears yeah. the jockey shorts to keep from impregnating everyone. <laughs> okay. Let's not, let's, let's yeah. not start with those. Let's not walk in the time. All right. While we're talking about dirty things, here. why don't we just go ahead and get on to the other star of this movie? David Carradine. David Carradine. The late, sometimes great David yeah. Carradine. There's a lot of rope in this movie. <laughs> he never, he never holds any rope at any point. So, yeah. so who didn't, who would have known? I mean, we had no indicators. Dude, Thailand. That's all I can say. <laughs> Yeah, there's not really much we can say yeah, about that uh, one. Uh, I mean, honestly. David Carradine plays uh, 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 David Carradine, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Who Who's not he, a very smart man because he was wearing a very nice um, look-like polyester sweater in Mexico yeah. in July. But the, the thing the is, he's the only guy that never sweated. Yeah. Everyone else sweated like a stuffed pig. Even well, the mid- midget. Well, apparently yeah, he's, even the he's, a, he's a karate champion. Yeah, he pulls up in his car, and his custom plate is C A R A T. I just got it because it's a car. Right? Oh, I feel so yeah. stupid. Yes, car ate. Yeah. And he does a little exhibition in the beginning where he's he's got his red his red uh, kung fu suit on, his red karate outfit. <laughs> kung fu suit. Where he 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 whips up on a few people who don't he just know. He beats any them unmercifully. Yeah, he just kind of like cracks them, and then he meets Chuck Norris, <laughs> and and he says, he says, "Oh, Ranger McQuaid." I hear you're good with your hands and feet. <laughs> and I was like, I'm using that line on some girl at some point. <laughs> hey, hey, I've heard about you. Good, you're good with hey, your baby. hands and feet. How are you at tying a noose? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's how he's introduced to Chuck Norris in the movie. And then they don't fight. Don't yeah. fight. Don't fight. Don't fight. And then when they do finally fight, it's like, Chuck Norris has already been shot, and three guys are holding him down. Yeah. So it's not really a fight. No. And then they finally get to fight at the very end. Yeah. And he actually shows off some of the kung fu moves and stances and all that stuff. Which, according to the trivia, 
they both did themselves, mm-hmm. right? despite the reservations of producers on the movie. Apparently, um, and I hate to throw this piece of trivia out there because you know you know how much we we all love Chuck Norris, but um, Chuck Norris scolded David Carradine for kicking too hard during the action scenes. Lies. Yeah. You know that IMDb is user edited. And also, I see I, edited by I, David Carradine. Yeah. <laughs> edited a couple yeah. weeks ago on by June. David Carradine. <laughs> that was his last thing he did. Yeah. Well, well, not quite the last. <laughs> his second to last thing. <laughs> All right, we need to stop. That. Yes. Oh, I'm getting a yeah. phone call from the estate of David Carradine. Sorry, I'm take this. <laughs> but uh, oh, I'm out of the will. <laughs> no, not not good. Posthumously, oh, bitch. they left you with some rope. <laughs> oh, God. They gave me just enough rope to hang myself with. <sighs> Man. Yeah. Too soon. <laughs> Is it? Is it? I mean, I'm sorry. When someone goes out like that, it's not. It's never too fucking soon. No. Yeah. That's, that is epic right yeah. there. I saw a cartoon. That's kind of like the dignity non-existent at yeah. that point. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's like, it, it's have to be, oh, my God, it didn't have to be, Damn. <laughs> you know, yeah, right. it's just kind of impressive at the same time. Well, he he went out doing what he loved. I guess so. Himself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we're getting a little bit off track here. Yeah. Uh, why don't one, we... one thing I did notice what? when uh, David Carradine and uh, Chuck Norris were fighting, Chuck Norris is really short. Yeah, he's never been that big of a guy. Like I never, tall, I never realized how short he was, but he's pretty tiny. Yeah. Well, you watch him fight against Bruce Lee, he was hardly towering over him. I mean, mm. you know, and Bruce Lee, it's obviously, not, not a very big guy. Those little guys learn to fight because they have to. <laughs> now, there's a, there's, a, uh, there's a cartoon I saw the other day. Um, it was David, David Caruso CSI-ing the, um, oh, no. the David Carradine thing. Oh, no. Oh, God. And he says... Uh, you know how we, oh, yeah. David Caruso yeah, always has. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah. 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 Needs, needs no explanation. Yeah. So he says, <laughs> this time it looks like the chicken choked back. <laughs> <Yeah>! Yeah! <laughs> and then put sunglasses yeah. on over his sunglasses. <laughs> uh, those have to be my favorite internet meme of all time. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I can't get enough of those. Well, speak of, uh, speaking of people, I, this, is that this a meme? Go, that, that was the first time I'd seen that. We don't normally go off There's, topic in the first half, but I, I kind of have yeah. to go with this. And speaking of doing pulling the Caruso, you know, which is the, the you know the removal of your uh, sunglasses dramatically. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to point out and show a little love um, to uh, the Found Footage Festival dot uh, <laughs> com. Um, I just recently purchased volumes one through three of theirs, and on volume one, there is a Corey Haim video um, that Corey Haim, be myself and I, yeah. Don't know why this exists. Basically, I guess he self-produced this when he got out of rehab for the very first time to show the world that he was normal, as normal as Corey Haim has ever been. Mm-hmm. And he pulls a fantastic Caruso in it. He's talking about fashion, and he's wearing some extremely 80s clothes and 80s sunglasses, and he pulls a perfect Caruso. Nice. Off. Yeah. He's wearing a vest with no yeah. shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it, but yeah, it's the whole thing is, is, is hideous video after hideous video, but it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And I uh, just want to show them some love. Anybody <laughs> listening, if you like shitty movies, you'll love sh- shitty short versions of movies. Yeah. So, speaking of shitty movies, mm-hmm. Lone Wolf McQuaid. Lone Wolf McQuaid. <laughs> so, what it, um, really? I mean, I, mean, I was, I, yeah, I, mean, I got to be honest, I really enjoyed the shit out of this. Yeah, it, it was fun. It was fun. I'm, t- I'm, on, I'm on a four teetering on a five jocks, to be honest with you. I don't know if that's a five jocks movie. I'm, on, I I'm at a four. A, I was at a pretty solid four. Yeah. Uh, three a and a half, jocks. four. Yeah, it, it was damn close to a five. Oh, God, so I guess that averages out to I about mean, a it's, four. Yeah, yeah, it's not quite like Invasion America or anything. But um, one, uh, another thing. Somebody, somebody mentioned. I think it was Harlow mentioned Walker, Texas Ranger earlier. And according to the IMDb's, which you know is the gospel, I guess. Yeah, they mm-hmm. never lie. The never. gospel, User according to content, never lies. Yeah, just the, like Wikipedia, it's one hundred percent accurate. The gospel, according to uh, the internet. Um, when CBS did their Walker, Texas Ranger uh, series, Orion Pictures actually sued CBS, and um, CBS had to even get a, like, I guess they paid for or got a retroactive license to use the Walker, Texas Ranger sort of 
deal with Chuck Norris. Yeah. Because it was intellectual property, I guess. That's brilliant. Because, <laughs> yeah. It's like somebody, you know, making the very first FBI movie, and anyone after that has to. <laughs> oh, no. We made an FBI movie first. <laughs> you know? I don't yeah. know. It's just, well, I mean, it's Chuck Norris I know, as, a, I know. as a Texas Ranger, so you're kind of copping up. I'm just saying, I mean, yeah, how many times yeah. have different people Kicks played cops? a lot of suspects. Yeah. yeah, but when you're taking the same, the same, I know, essentially I know. This, almost the same character. I know, I know. Except I'm not saying it's this not, Chuck it's not a, is, a copycat, but, yeah. I mean, there's lots of copycat, you know, people. But that, with the same actor certain people, playing. I know, but there's a lot, like, how many times have you seen certain actors always be a cop? You know, it's like right. going back to the movie they were in last time that they played the yeah. police chief. Right. Hector Elizondo, every time he plays a police chief, he must get permission from the first time he did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dwayne Elizondo, Mountain Dew, Hector yes. Camacho. <laughs> exactly. Saw that movie for the first time the other day. Mm-hmm. I saw the... We're still on... Brought to you by movie. Carl's Jr.? Yeah. All right. All right. I think we're, I one, think we're straying. I want to point oh, out come one, on. one last Bring thing about the movie. Bring it on. The poster. Oh, fuck yes. This is Seek an, this out. Download just, it. Make it a wallpaper. Yeah, it is an epic movie poster. It is. It's one of, those, it's, it's one of those hand-painted, you know, mm-hmm. hand-painted style ones where it's a giant Chuck Norris profile facing a giant David Carradine profile. Mm-hmm. With a gigantic explosion behind them and all sorts of, <laughs> and a gunfight in the bottom half. It is awesome. Yeah, I, you I kinda, just need to go to the Wikipedia page or the IMDb it's page. It's nothing to short see of pristine. If, if this movie were a little bit more popular, I really kind of want to send that into the Mythbusters to see if it is all humanly possible to drive a oh, truck out yeah. of the dirt. <laughs> Never. Huh? Never. Never is it possible? Never. Oh. Never. Never. Maybe. Never. What they need. What they need is they. Well, that'd be awesome if they got a, like a Ram charger with I'm a big saying. ass supercharger. I'm just saying. If you covered That's, up the, the air intakes, I mean, you know. Well, there's still air available. There's still. He, he hit the nitrous. I think that's how he did it. Oh. Yeah, supercharger. There you go. All that matters is he pours beer on himself. Like the first thing he thinks to do is crack open a beer. That's one thing. When he's been buried alive, is is Mm -hmm. pour a beer on themselves. Yeah, they would have to pour beer on themselves or on the robot that would inevitably be driving it because they would never do this themselves. (laughs) And then once they collapse and get out, they ask for another beer. Right. That's give me a beer, kid. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, grow a beard. Yeah. So I think that's a fine movie myth to be tested. So we got a four, a four, and a five. Was that? Well, I say I'm teetering on a five. I just. Yeah, I, I I agree. It 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 was a little too um, slow in parts. Yeah, there there's a bit too much of a lull in action. Yeah, but. honestly, I mean, I didn't I didn't look at the running time, but this movie seemed kind of long. Is it? Just uh, me? I think it was 107 according to IMDb. Wow, so really? okay, it seemed yeah. just stretch out further in parts. Yeah, it did feel pretty long. Okay. I, I think because it feels like when they get to the big confrontation where the FBI guys get themselves killed, mm-hmm. it feels like that's going to be the big climax yeah, of the movie, right. and then there's yeah, a whole a lot, of, lot, of, lot of, of other stuff that happens sure. after that. So, so yeah, it's it's a little bit we'll, long, we'll but go with, we'll go with the four. The second now. half is pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely there's some big explosions. There's yeah, um, and know. it's Chuck Norris just beating the crap out of people. Yeah, you can't argue with that. This movie earned four robot jocks. <laughs> One of these days, yeah. we're going to have to make an archive page so we actually remember all this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't want to have to listen to. These Wonder whose again job that's going to be. <laughs> there's a. Um, I think I know <laughs> whose job it's going to be. Not this guy. Yeah. <laughs> or the, not it. Um, yeah. There's a great shot Damn also it. of uh, of the Chuck Knuckles. At oh, one yeah. point. <laughs> How could we forget that? That was like the, one of the first shots in the movie. And um, the even Chuck Norris's knuckles have beards. <laughs> Just wanted to point that out so everybody knows it. Like I said, he is a sweaty, hairy man. Uh, all right. right. I, yeah, I think we're done. Okay. We're done with... Uh, Let's go ahead and go to our break, break and we'll come back and... Uh, we didn't tease our topic, did we? No. Uh, I think we're going to come back and we're gonna talk about um, earliest movie memories. Um, maybe first movies we ever remember seeing in a theater or otherwise. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Right on. All right. Let's do it. Be right back. It's all in the mind. If you want to test me, I'm sure you'll find the things I'll teach you. You're sure to beat you. But nevertheless, you'll get a lesson from teacher. Now kick. Kick. Punch. Punch. And we're back. In stereo. <laughs> Man, I didn't even need to say anything on that. <laughs> all right. So let's go ahead and jump into the topic. Well, first thing first. Uh, anybody have anything they want to throw out? Sidebar, if you will. Uh, a I finally saw Idiocracy, which I've, you know, I'm like eight years too late or whatever. Yeah, that's fine. Um, 
And I caught the Darjeeling Limited, uh, courtesy of the Netflix. Yes, you mentioned this last week. Um, yeah, I mentioned I was going to watch it, but mm-hmm. I have now. Okay. Um, typical Wes Anderson movie. As good as both Rushmore. I haven't seen Bottle Rocket, so it, it was as good as Rushmore or uh, the Royal Tenenbaums. Of, of course, it takes place like in India, and it's got uh, uh, Owen Wilson and a couple other guys whose names I can't remember. Adrian, Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody, the nose. And uh, Bill Murray makes and a uh, cameo. The other guy, Rushmore, good. Uh, Jason Schwartzman. Yeah, Jason Schwartzman. Yes. Um, Bill Murray makes a cameo, which is always pleasing, as random businessman. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was like 4 o'clock in the morning when I watched it. But, um, but it another, kept you awake. Yeah, it kept me. It was one of those... It, like the like the Wes Anderson movies, you're kind of going, huh? That's weird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not a laugh out loud funny, but it's uh, it's good for for consistent chuckles for me. It's endearing and quirky. Yes, perfect. Thank you. So it does get a thumbs up, though. Yes, it does get a thumbs up. If you haven't seen it, I would recommend it. If you like Rushmore or uh, or the Royal Tenenbaums, did you watch the prequel? I did watch Hotel Chevalier. Ooh, busting out the French. Yeah. That was... Uh, it it did, did a good job of setting up the character, uh, mm-hmm. setting up Jason Schwartzman's character. Yeah, well, it makes it makes more sense when he's talking about her throughout the course of the movie. Right. <laughs> um, and, you know, we get to see pa- Natalie Portman uh, sort did of... Did you almost call her Padme? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I caught Come that. Come on now. <clears throat> get to see her mostly naked. Um have to say, I wasn't impressed with that. Uh, she's a little, uh, awfully skinny. Yeah, she's a little bony in that one. Yeah, needs a couple sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, it's Hollywood. She, she needed That's to, what happens. Needed mm-hmm. to take advantage of the room service instead of just going straight to the fucking or almost fucking. Yeah, drank a few more of those Bloody Marys. Right. All right. Okay. Um, yeah, I I skipped all movies this weekend. Mm-hmm. Did not see Land of the Lost as I think I said I might. Um, didn't make it to that. I, I was invited to see The Hangover. Realized I didn't really want to pay ten plus dollars to see a comedy that wouldn't be any different watching right. it at home a month or two later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I cheaped out. Yeah, That's I, pretty I, much did, my, <clears throat> I did not get a chance to catch up on anything. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much my theory behind. with um, with like comedies and dramas. Unless there's unless there's something big, action, special effects, huge budget, I don't want to bother seeing it in the theater. Right. Concurred. Did we uh, did we cross off any more movies off of our summer movie, summer movie list? Uh, was Land of the Lost even on there? Uh, yes. Um, based on the reviews, I'm just gonna, yeah. It was. I'm not. I'm not. I don't think that's gonna get watched before the end of our little yeah. celebration here. It also came in third and did not make much money at all. Yeah. Because I believe the budget was about 100 million, and it did not make nearly that. Yikes. Yeah, that's that's the kind of thing I don't even think I'm gonna have somebody whose personal opinion I trust see that movie because I, mm-hmm. I can't think of anybody who's said oh i intend to see that that i know of so yeah, yeah it's probably not going to get watched to make it into our tournament well, will ferrell has become so much of a hit or miss guy yeah it's either he's really on and really funny or it's just grading <coughs> and there doesn't seem to be any in between with him i'm trying to think of any that i really actively disliked I mean, what what were you thinking of? I mean, the stuff like kicking and screaming. Oh yeah, well just, yeah, you know, kids, like just kids. Well, like no, but there's a lot of them that are just crap. Yeah, either you, know? you guys see Elf. Yeah, was it all right? I, I liked Elf. Okay, I've seen parts of it. I mean, it was. Uh, it was a, I mean, yeah. I didn't care for it all yeah. that much. So our um, we liked Up, didn't we? Oh, very much. Okay, so right now, out of uh, sixteen summer movie classics on the Bamfcast summer movie classic list, we are at two bad movies. And three good movies, which is is good news so far. Yeah, and the three good ones, I would highly recommend all of them. Drag Me to Hell, Up, and Star Trek. Yes. Uh, No to Wolverine and Terminator, by the way. Big no. Big bad no. Though I will say the Wolverine video game. Wolverine video game. Is it it awesome? Yeah, it's surprisingly really good. I wish wish it followed the plot of the movie a little less, but it's it's forgivable. Does it have more than ten minutes of... um, you know, pre-modern era Wolverine. Yeah, well, it's weird. It, it follows a, you know, to, to steal from from Mackey's example, but it follows kind of an out of sight, um, broken narrative. Like it jumps across time, like it starts off in the future of now, like even current, like X Men time period, and then it it drops back to like 
uh, events in the movie, like you know, early events. It, it just it jumps all over the place. It okay. kind of tells a story mm-hmm. that way. Yeah, broken yeah. broken timeline. Well, you like you'll hit a checkpoint and all of a sudden you're in a different like three years ago. As for movies opening up this week, mm-hmm. it looks like really the only big one is uh, Taking of Pelham 123. Right. Moon, uh, Moon is opening, but in limited release. Yeah, I don't think so Taking I don't never think... even made our list, did it? No. No. It does look like it's going to be okay, but I, it, I don't It's know. got a formula that I would normally just jump all over, and that's the Denzel Washington Tony Scott. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I've enjoyed thoroughly everything that they've done together. Yeah. It looks like it should work, but, you know, Scientology. <laughs> yes, Scientology. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, and well, maybe the third time's the charm for that movie. Because this is the third time, re- like this is the third time making Taking a Pelham one. Two, oh, is it really? Yeah, I didn't realize third. I knew there I was an old yeah, one. It was the third time. Making wow. It. Yeah. Okay. So hey, anybody who said there's nothing new coming out of Hollywood, I guess you're right. Yeah. But still. <laughs> Dear Hollywood, uh, <laughs> original ideas are a plus. Yeah. All right. So, should we get to our topic? Let's get to our topic. Who's going to start us off? Yeah, it's earliest movie memories. Right. I think these. Uh, I think we determined we're all we're all talking about basically at least our main one is we're talking about a theater going experience mm-hmm. earliest mm-hmm. memory. Okay. Yeah, because that's definitely what I remember the most. Yeah, I mean, I've got one that I, I barely remember, and then one I'm going to follow up with. I most I remember every single detail, <laughs> kind of thing. Like interesting. Yeah. Okay. So right. you want to go for it? I'd, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Okay, go for it. Well, um, yeah, just to give the backstory, I was born in 77, thus making me three, maybe four, depending on the time of the year um, of 1980. And I, I I, at least remember that I know that I saw Empire Strikes Back in the theater. Um, don't think I saw Star Wars. You know, too young mm-hmm. there. Um, but yeah, I, I remember it. I, and I know I saw it in the theater mostly because I, I, it's funny. I almost more remember sitting down one day and actively sitting in front of the radio to listen to the radio drama version. And I remember even that young, I like thinking these don't sound right. Like the voices don't sound right. <laughs> and the, and the lines were different and everything. So I knew I'd seen it in the movie. This was before home video and everything. Mm-hmm. So I know mm-hmm. I'd been to the theater at least once to remember every single detail about the movie. Yeah. But, um, the follow-up and the one that I truly remember every single detail is Return of the Jedi. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> it's a little bit of a cop-out, but, you know, yeah. Star Wars did shape my life. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, my my mom won tickets on the radio to a premiere screening, like, a couple weeks early really? of, of Return of the Jedi. What was the year of that release? Just 1983. 83. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, then I guess I'm looking at being – actually, probably when that came out, I was probably five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or six. Yeah, I would have turned six anyway. Whatever. So five, six. Yeah, I, I distinctly remember every single aspect of that because I remember we went to a great big old theater. They had a guy in full Darth Vader costume walking around the theater, That's and I just awesome. remembering like being in awe, <laughs> just yeah. looking up at this you know giant, thinking it was the actual Darth Vader, and uh, yeah, just remember every single second of that, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, loved it. Very cool. That's. Mine it, Mine is very similar mm-hmm. in that the first movie I saw, it was actually, it was a double bill, so I'm not sure which one came first, but um, it was in 1981, which I was born in 76 in the fall, and it was my friend's birthday, and it was June of 81, so it would have been four and a half, and we went to see a double bill of Raiders of the Lost Ark and a re-release of Empire Strikes Back. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. That's pretty much starting at the top. Yeah. Can you <laughs> then going down from there. Yeah. And, I mean, being only, like, four and a half, I don't remember all that much, though I remember having nightmares about the Chinese dude's face melting at the end of Raiders <laughs> sure. for weeks. Weeks. You know, and it's funny, I watch that now, and it's like, God, how did we even buy any of that? But, yeah. you know, when I was four, that was, like, the most traumatic thing I think I had ever seen. <laughs> also the pinnacle of face-melting effects. Yes. Of that time frame. Yeah. But, yeah, I saw that melting Chinese face for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. And then, and then you know. by the way. Was he Japanese? Well, the Nazis, they were. Oh, tied, that yeah. Tied up. Well, yeah. Anyway, what was his name? Tot. T o h. I don't know. I'm I believe just saying was his that, name. Yeah, they were all on the same side. But yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely remember that. I remember my brain kind of exploding when they said, you know, that it was that Darth Vader was his father. What? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking spoilers, Jesus. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I, I do that. That I do remember, like that, just not being able to even comprehend that when that happened. <laughs> I was so, going to watch that this weekend. Yeah, well, 
Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Princess Leia's his sister. <sighs> what? What? Yeah. Yeah. You have got to be shitting me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fuck. But then I remember. I remember That's seeing. Gross. <laughs> yeah, he like makes out with her. It's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I remember seeing E. T. the following year. Um, and that was one of those. That was the first time I remember like everybody wanting to go see a movie and being like, you know, like I think at school even being like, have you seen, you know, are you going to see E.T.? You know, all that sort of stuff. And that's the first one I remember being like that. And then I remember being like, it was all right. <laughs> you know, because I've never been the biggest E.T. fan. But uh, that after that, the only the first one that I could really say that my friends and I went completely nuts over was Gremlins, and we all went. It was like whenever anyone had a birthday or anything that summer, it was, we go see Gremlins. So we saw Gremlins probably, I'd say, seven times in the theater over that summer. Nice. And, yeah, that one probably warped me a little bit, too. You know? It's like yeah, a melting you, faces. Made and then, you like Gremlins, too, so. Yeah. And then Stripe yeah. popping up out of the ground, popping out, up out of the thing at the very end. Right. Oh, yeah, the melted version. Yeah, I yeah. seem to remember having nightmares about that one, too. Sure. Those things will but, do. Uh, yeah, so I guess I, yeah, I guess I saw movies that should have been PG thirteen back then, <laughs> <laughs> but were only PG, so I got in. Yeah, I remember I wasn't allowed to see um, Temple of Doom right away. Really? Yeah, I remember having to like beg and beg. You know, after I'd seen Raiders, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I think because we, you know, we got a VCR pretty early on when they were still pretty expensive, yeah. and uh, yeah, so I saw a lot of movies on home video. Yeah, I think my family, we didn't have one until I was, it was, I think it was either 85 or 86. Yeah. Well, that seems about right. I mean, that, yeah. they were still, they were still like, you know, they were seven, eight hundred dollar machines at one mm-hmm. point in time. So. Funny to think about, isn't it? I know. Yeah. Well, and the, now, and the yeah. movies were like $120 and they yeah. sold to video stores yeah. when they first came out. Have you picked up a VCR tape recently? Uh, it's not that long ago. Like yeah. Purchased one? No, I mean, just like picked it up and held it in your hand. Yeah, yeah. it's awkward. It feels like such a relic of a bygone era. It's really weird. I think like cassettes, the, I think cassettes are even weirder. Like, yeah. cassettes just feel like, I mean, the tape is so thin. I mean, it's like, how did these just not break all the time? They I mean, did break well, I know all they the did. time. I know, but, I mean, you, you'd, you'd think you put it in and play it once, it would break. Right. Yeah. Well, that's why, you know, when they came out, they were, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars for a tape deck. Yeah. Yep. Because, I mean, they had all the money into engineering them and making sure they don't break all the fucking time. I guess, yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead, they only broke a it's, lot. It was once in the cars <laughs> that always broke the yeah. tape. It takes a lot of abuse in a car. Yeah, a lot of wiggling around. So, BJ, you're a little younger than us. Which um, one have you got? I was born in 1982. My first, the the first theater experience that I can remember is seeing uh, Tim Burton's Batman in the theater. I would believe I was seven years old. So it, it's a little late for my first, you know, conscious movie memory as far as theater goes. But um, I remember going to my parents had gone out of town or something, and they stuck me with my great aunt for a couple days and they came back into town and it was kind of, I don't know, it was mid-evening and they picked my sister and I up and whisked us off to the movie theater and that was our reward for being good was getting to see Batman. And that's probably why I, you know, absolutely adore that movie. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, it explains a little bit more about why you dislike the movies I'm not allowed to mention. You can yeah. mention them. I'll just kick you in the No, no, no. I, no, no I, he's I'm, been banned from, I'm banned from mentioning oh, them. sweet. He had like a five-episode streak where they sweet. were named. So. No, no. I, no that, that's, There's that, a moratorium. That makes more sense. I mean, that... Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, definitely. So, you know, that that was the Batman that I grew up yeah, with. Sure. Um, well, and that summer, it was... Everybody had to see Batman. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. It, seeing Batman was a huge deal. And it was friggin' fantastic. Yeah. Fucking turn and, on a radio and there's Bat Dance. <laughs> and actually, it's <laughs> funny thinking about it. Uh, you know, I was 12 when that came out. Mm-hmm. And I took my God cousin, damn, my cousin who, who was four at the time, or no, he was five. I took him to see that. So that would, I believe that was his first movie that he ever got to see. Nice. I was pretty in cool. sixth grade when they came <laughs> I, I am. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I vaguely, you know, I have a vague recollection of possibly seeing something in the theater when, when I was younger, but no concrete evidence. So, but I distinctly remember seeing, seeing Batman and okay. just getting juiced when the, you know, the opening sequence and. The music and everything still just makes me go. Wee. So we we've actually we had some pretty good, yeah. pretty good movie basis to start from. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And look where we are now. Yeah, watch, <laughs> and watching now... <laughs> Lone Wolf McQuaid <laughs> and Twilight. Yeah, the, I guess this might have started me on my bad movie kick, but I just I, I had no idea this was as early as it was. But um, I have another distinct memory of my dad taking me to see Remo Williams 
in the theater. Oh, nice. So that might have started my bad movie kick and could have been and love for all things like that. Hmm. I don't have seen it. Both of you? No, no, I have not. Oh man, I've heard of it. I have never. Oh yeah, brilliant. Fred Ward, Joel Gray playing a Mm -hmm. Chinese dude because (laughs) there's not there's not enough of them in the world that they could hire an actual one. There's only a few of them. Have to get the guy from Cabaret. Um, what about your first uh, home movie? Uh, I don't know. I can I can probably tell you because my my same friend I went to see you know the double bill with his family had a VCR in like 1980. Shit, and they were rich. Yeah, no, I think they just <laughs> friggin' love movies. <laughs> yeah, because we weren't in the best neighborhood way back then. But um, fell off the back of a truck. Yeah, <laughs> it could have. I don't know. But I seem to remember. The I remember two distinctly. One was Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, on seeing that on on VHS at his house, and also seeing Animal House at his house. Probably <laughs> nice. when I was like seven. Nice. So, like I said, <laughs> I'm completely warped at this point. Eh, I saw but, Airplane. There was tits in that. Yeah. But those two, and because Willy Wonka, I remember like watching it and being like, "This is all right, I guess." Kind of a kids movie, you know? Whatever, it's fun. And then all of a sudden, you know, they take the trip down the tunnel, and you're like, oh, my God, what happened to this movie? <laughs> ah! Yeah. And, like, scary. Wilder screaming the at you. fires of hell yeah. keep burning and burning. <laughs> Man, that movie had to fuck up a lot of kids. Yeah. I mean, doubt, millions, I'm sure. Yes. Good. I mean, there, there needs to be more yeah. movies yeah, I think like the, that. I think the girl, like, uh, doesn't the one girl, like, Get real big and then like, yeah, she turns into a big blueberry. Does she explode? No, no. They they, oh, wait, they no, take her off to be squeezed. No, though. wait, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's meaning of life where the thing yeah. explodes. Yeah. Which that's still one of the grossest things I've ever seen. I hate that scene so much. <laughs> but I did not see that Fuck when off. I was little. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm full. Yeah. <laughs> the um, earliest one for me is uh, Disney's Robin Hood, the animated Robin mm-hmm. Hood, and. Uh, not only did I wear, you know how the Disney movies used to come in those really, really cool oh, cases. Oh, those big cases. white clamshell yeah, big white yeah. clamshell cases, the VHSs. Not only did I nearly wear the tape out, I also wore the case out. Did it actually fall apart? It snapped in half. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's 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 a sign that you've opened that a fuck ton of times. I watched it every. But those cases were awesome because even if you had snapped it in half, they you still, still sealed put them together. Yep, yeah, mm-hmm. they still sealed. I watched the shit out of that movie. I, I've probably seen it. In fact, I think I said some said some other movie like Three Amigos before, but now that I think about it, I've probably watched Disney's Robin. I have it on DVD now because I I love it so much. Mm-hmm. And any of the you know any of the kids that are movie watching age in the family yeah. get a copy of Robin Hood or Disney's Robin Hood. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, love that one. All of the ones I can think of. I mean, we're a little bit later now that I think about it. But I mean, there was. I think I remember there being. Th- a, some total of three actual VHS tapes that I had available to me whenever I'd go visit my dad. Mm-hmm. And that was Ghostbusters, Short Circuit, and Back to the Future. And mm-hmm. any one of those I've watched at least 50 times. I mean, yeah. you know, just to name one. I mean, it was like, oh, which one? Uh, Back to the Future again. Uh, yeah, I mean, Short Circuit got the least amount of play on those, oh. out of those. It's probably a good call. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> the other... The other ones that I had, I had uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit on on VHS. Came in the cardboard slide case, which mm-hmm. eventually fell apart. Um, and we had uh, the original Holy Trilogy uh, recorded off of HBO. Sure, on on VHS. Mm-hmm. Wore those out too. I, I almost killed my sister because eventually she accidentally taped over Jedi. Mm. Mm. Always pull the tabs. Yeah. She probably put a piece of tape over it. I don't it's know. Like, Screw I don't know. you, BJ. I don't know what happened, but she she recorded over over Jedi, and I flipped. Was it at least the second half only? I think she I think <laughs> she recorded over the whole thing. There's like a so Jedi is a perfect movie. It's as good as Empire if you stop when they sail away from Jabba's barge. Yeah, they, right there. There's like a, it's, no, the, it's the no, last no. act of Jedi. Or, there's like a Empire. minute. In, Just skip to all the Emperor stuff. Skip well, everything okay. else. Keep the Emperor stuff. But you can't. I mean, it's, awesome. it's it's intermixed with the Ewoks. I'm yeah, saying you can't no. watch one without she, the uh, You just skip. <laughs> get, that, get that, like, no Jar Jar edit. Yep. Okay. Gymnastics over Jedi. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's, like, a minute in between. But it was men's gymnastics, too. No. <laughs> it was girls' gymnastics, uh, but, you know. Yeah, it, it doesn't replace Jedi. When you're mm-hmm. seven or nine, uh, yeah, it doesn't really fucking matter. 
Um, and there's like a minute of it, minute of the movie left in between, you know, in between tumbling routines. Yeah, my my mom uh, taped over our trip to Hawaii with uh, an episode of Saint Elsewhere. <laughs> my dad was not pleased about that. Well, that's okay, oh, man. That's okay because your, the entire trip to Hawaii was actually just inside an autistic boy's head. <laughs> and I'm that autistic. I'm sorry, boy. what? That's an extreme Saint Elsewhere. Spoiler. Spoilers. All right. Any good VHS yeah. memories? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I mean, like we didn't own well, that many. You were you were v- more of an HBO guy, right? Yeah, you probably would have seen more movies on HBO. I yeah, because um, you know, full disclosure, uh, we had cable and we didn't actually mean for it to, but like somehow they left the traps off. So we always had HBO and, and Cinemax, not mm-hmm. Showtime, because Showtime was on channel one, which meant you had to have a box because the TV couldn't right. tune to one. Yeah. Um. So we always had Cinemax and Showtime growing up. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think of like actual legal VHSs we own. I know my mom had the Big Chill, yay! Um, Lucky you. Um, which I think I, I, you know, I was like whatever, and I finally watched it. Didn't understand it, but you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I'm trying to think of like anything else. I mean, I know we bought ET when it was first available on VHS. But yeah, like I, we we didn't really have any others, and I but I saw a ton of movies. Mm-hmm. My parents I'm still sure. have all their old all their VHSs still, and they don't. There isn't a single tape player hooked up in the house, but they've got them in the living room. They're there just in case they want to pull them out. My mom had a garage sale, and I tried to get rid of all mine. Mm-hmm. We couldn't sell any. We they were out really? for a quarter. Nice. Nobody bought any of them. Ten for a dollar. Yeah. And that's. I was like. I was like. Just give them away. If I was like, if people buy a DVD, just be like, give them the which, VHS which copy. V- just take one. Yeah. I finally. Please. I finally they checked sh- mine. They could not get rid of them. I finally just checked mine. I mean, I had. Um. I used to. Have, I had them milk crates because milk crates work perfectly because mm-hmm. you could line yep. sets mm-hmm. of rows of two in milk crates, and uh, you know, just finally checked them all. You think one once? You know, like vinyl for for music is no. Well, because they, they're they're horrible quality. And they always yeah. were. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I mean, if Betamax tapes maybe, but I, I mean, it's but, still not better than DVD. Yeah. And there's, it's not a, it's not an analog to digital loss of sound. You know, it's mm-hmm. digital sound in, in movies sounds better. Yeah. than scratchy. Yeah. So it's it's never it's not going to be cool again in a few years. I don't think so. You don't think so? Eight tracks haven't come back, so I don't think. Uh, yeah. yeah, but I mean, yeah, technically, eight tracks do sound better than. And, you know, at least tape. I'm for damn sure. Right? Unless you have a really tape. long song and it clicks over in the well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah, no, there's a certain there's a certain uh, yeah sound that people enjoy on vinyl. So mm-hmm. it's probably not going away anytime soon. Yeah. There's a certain. It just doesn't play very well in the car. <laughs> there's a certain ephemeral quality to the tracking on a VHS tape. That, uh, yeah. Well, really that's that's play. my last experience was, was pulling out some old tapes that we made and finally digitizing them i got a, um, you know got a little converter box so i dug the, the yeah. vcr that's the last time i've touched a tape which was about a year or so ago yeah put them on youtube yeah so they're they've gone from you know shitty quality to shitty quality <laughs> i like to i like to keep the quality the same right mm-hmm. i don't think there are any other phenomenal vhs uh, we had i think four seasons of miami vice on vhs <laughs> awesome and uh probably around the same amount of moonlighting there there are i think still boxes of VHS tapes with various TV shows recorded on them. Not like anybody program could program the VCR. We just they just taped it for. Well, and, and they never like got the, watched again. The six-hour EP settings. Yeah, you got like yeah. six episodes. On well, that, right. I was about to tell a story about that, and uh, you know, in having HBO and Cinemax, uh, probably worked my young brain a little bit. But you know, <laughs> um, yeah, my mom didn't understand the the SP, EP, and LP setting, or I think I said mm-hmm. that almost right, so SP, LP, EP, yeah. EP being six hours. So I think she would just always record things on EP. And so I would find great joy in finding the tapes of things that she'd recorded and then find out, finding out what's, what's on after them. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's just say Skinamax. Yeah, good old Record a movie at 8 o'clock, and then yeah. by midnight you got something interesting on Yep. It was like, oh, yeah, there's a, you know, I don't know. It's one thing we've lost with TiVo. Yeah, because you put Skinamax in, you get some interesting suggestions. I would think <laughs> this is true. Yeah, well, now there's the internet, so what's the point? Right. Yeah, good point too. Yeah. Plus, I'm I'm of age. I can walk down the street <laughs> right. and buy porn. 
But yeah, no, that was always a, that was always a fun thing, and, and I, I missed. I actually found gems too. I mean, like fun little things in there, like you know, back when they used to actually show shorts on HBO and Cinemax to fill mm-hmm. the fill the void. Yeah, you know, when when movies would run one hour and forty minutes, well, they had to, they they used to actually try to keep it on the hour, so right. they would fill twenty minutes of whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, and just, it wasn't all just promotional stuff. Yeah, I mean, I saw like I saw like a weird like Mr. Bill short that they made for like <laughs> yeah. HBO only was on one of them, and yeah, I mean, just some you know bizarre things that you never find nowadays. I want to say like you know, like a fit, like the fish heads video. It mm-hmm. was like one of the kind of things they used to fill mm-hmm. in with weird weird shit like that. Yeah. Well, maybe you'll find some of that on the Found Film Festival. Yeah, Tapes. maybe. And of course, the classic that I subjected you to of Hardware Wars. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you yeah. should just box up all yeah. the old VHS tapes you can find and send them to those guys. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was always fun when you'd find a tape where like there had been something you know there had been six hours full recorded on it, mm-hmm. and then somebody recorded something new. And then you would come in and like, you know, 20 minutes of a different movie had already oh, started. Yeah. And, you know, you'd, there'd be like Burt Reynolds investigating a murder <laughs> and you would never know what the name of the movie was. But you're like, man, I wonder if Burt's going to find that killer. Yeah. <laughs> what things, movie is this? Things you like know? that have bugged me for years. Like, you know, those those fleeting moments where like you saw part of something and you and you try to use the Internet to figure out what it was. Uh-huh. I've been pretty successful. I have to say, like that movie yeah. I mentioned in the Robot Jocks episode. Did you figure out? What it I was? still nobody. Oh. No, yeah, I, I, I lost we, your thing. We, I can probably help. Honestly, you I don't know what we did before IMDb existed. I don't know. How did we figure out what movies? You were asked what? people, and they that's said all you could do. Or was, go to the like, of it was Burt Reynolds. There yeah. was a stripper who was murdered. Well, that's when you go to that <laughs> local like, CSI. Yeah. I don't know. That's, and they just they just show you the row of Burt Reynolds yeah. movies. Yeah. It's one well, of you, these. Yeah, you'd go to the, the, that locally owned video store with the mm-hmm. guy that's wearing the shirt that really doesn't quite cover his belly, <laughs> and you know he's watched every movie in there, <laughs> right? And you're like, okay, so I saw this movie, and he's like, dude, that was totally, you know, <laughs> Mannequin <Yeah>. Three, <laughs> the Legend of, of Woolworths. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make that movie. I got one word for you, kid. Manimal. <laughs> yeah, there, there was there was a TV show that I, I think it lasted all of four episodes, but I remember absolutely like falling in love with this TV show, and I, it wasn't until the invention of the internet that I was able to figure out what it was. And I, it was one of those like I had an epiphany one day. I was I was watching a rerun of Friends on TV, and I was like, "Holy shit!" That show that I was trying to think of had Courtney Cox in it. Just uh, out of nowhere, I'd been tra- thinking about this Misfits damn shit. Misfits of Science. Misfits of Science. Yep. Yes, and it was just like it was like this epiphany one day. I was like, "Holy shit!" Yes, she was in that show. And nice. As soon as I knew that, it was like that was the missing link. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Imdb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that's all you need. Just that little mm-hmm. little thing to set off the brain yeah. fart. I need to find a, a movie store guy. Yeah. <laughs> They're far to find now. I think I think yeah. they live at the flea market now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good idea. Yeah. Basically, those guys are us. Now. Oh, <laughs> we have become those whoops. guys. I hate Damn. To say. That's what I'm going to I'm going to go to the, the flea market this weekend and flip through all the old VHS tapes. Well, to be, see if I be can sure to buy his all T-shirts that are one size too small. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pay any more than a quarter. <laughs> and I want an eagle on mine. I th- actually, I, think I have a copy of VHS, uh, Batman on VHS. Oh, I did. So you yes. can have it. I, I forgot awesome. that was one we had yeah. early on. As soon as yeah. it was and for we you, had, we I had think, both, obviously. I think I do have a copy of Batman and Robin on VHS for you. Thanks. <laughs> I'm going to take it up back and set it on fire. I think it will be cathartic for you. Uh-huh. No, not really. Now, if I was able to somehow freeze it <laughs> and then make bad puns and then blow it up, I'd be okay with it. We that. can make that happen. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Liquid nitrogen and we can thermite. Look, we can look awesome. All right, I think we're done here. Yeah. I think we've rambled long enough. Yeah, I think we filled our topic. Yeah, yeah. quota here. Kind of an awesome topic this week. Yeah. yeah. Well, we got one for next time we don't watch any <laughs> yeah. right. this this summer. Yeah, we do need to get to the theater, though. Yeah, you guys need to do some catching up. I the know. theater needs to get to me. Uh, okay. <laughs> that usually happens in like That's three or four months my, after my, they're in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All so right. We'll have, I'll have your summer movie blockbuster report in four months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay, well, um, yeah, I guess that'll do it. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and look us up at uh, bmfcast.com or on the Twitter. At bmfcast. Yes. Or Five can, star us on iTunes. Yeah, check us out on iTunes, iTunes, yes. iTunes, iTunes. Right. Yeah. Rate us. Okay. Five stars. Five stars. We're on the internet. Right. <laughs> you may have heard of us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Especially Maybe. if you've listened up to this point in the podcast. Right. At least heard us, if yeah. not of so, us. We apologize for rambling. Yeah. If you have any questions, comments, or uh, pictures of, of cute cats, yeah. um, send it to uh, bmf at bmfcast.com. Yeah. Or really anything at bmfcast.com. We're open to suggestions. Uh, our running contest, if you can out-robot jocks, robot jocks, 
then we will send you a postage-paid copy of Fantastic Four and Stealth. And probably Doom. And Doom. And Doom, when we get around to it. Depending on how long the contest runs, you might get something else, too. Right. Just a grip of movies. Right. (laughs) Right now, it's just just a brace of movies. A flux. An influx. Or an outflux for us. So keep that in mind when you're, uh, you know, surfing the crappy movie channels at 4 a.m. and... Uh, send us your mm-hmm. suggestions. We'd love to hear them, and we'd mm-hmm. love to try some of them out. Yeah, especially if if you've been on. Um, we really want to do a sci-fi channel original movie. Um, if if you are a, a connoisseur of those, please pick out uh, the best one because we would love to, to know what to go for. I mean, at this point, there's been so many, we just don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we we will definitely take uh, people turning into animals of some kind, oh, yeah. a man or, or or giant versions of any animal. I think we have, which a, is pretty much kind of sums up all. Of them, I yeah. think. Are we going to roll? Are we going to roll a suggestion or two in the coming podcasts? Roll a one suggestion of the, or two. Yes. Are we going to screen one of the fan suggestions? Yeah. Yeah. We've got some. Um, we really need to hit on. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, look we, yeah, we were, to like a, I said, we were just trying to be topical this week. Um, some of them are tough to find, though. Yeah. yeah you know, well, some, yeah, we have ways, but we have ways. A lot of we have ways of making them yeah. be found. Usually, usually we hit uh, Netflix instant streaming first. Yes, That's the right. first place to look. First place to look. Or, so actual, we don't like or actual Netflix. They have a ton of shitty movies on that. Hell yes. Yeah, it is kind of a plethora of shitty movies. Would you say they have a plethora of yes, I would. shitty movies? I'd say they well, have a grip, shitty <laughs> <movies>. <laughs> a grip of shitty movies. Yeah. So uh, look forward to uh, fan suggestions for our next podcast. And uh, yeah. we're going to go ahead and wrap wrap this up. Thanks for listening. And uh, don't forget to uh, keep checking us out on iTunes. This is Bamfcast. And I'm, wait, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. And I'm the Beach. Yes. And we're signing out. See ya. Out. Mm-hmm.